So, we have a panel. It's a bonus episode. There's six of us. That's double the regular number of lovely voices coming through your ears. Strap in. We are discussing existence and the nature of being today on Talking About Those Generations. I'm Rob. Keith. This is Chris. Lou. Marshall. And I'm JT. All right, uh, we're going to jump real quick into our guests because you guys have known us for several episodes, two dozen, I think, today. Two um, dozen? I think so. I think this no is 24. Shit. I think so. Wow. Um, but our guests are perfect strangers to you. So let's just go uh, around this way. We'll start with Chris. Do you want to introduce yourself? And uh, let's just we'll introduce yourself and uh, talk about yourself just a little bit. And then we'll talk about what we're talking about. And then we'll do like yeah. discussions. All right, well, um, yeah, my name's Chris. Uh, I've known Rob for, for a long time. Rob and JT, actually. We go back to first and second grade, so I've known these guys a while, and just had various interactions throughout the year. It's always fun with these guys, so, um, yeah, I mean, they give, me the, they give me this opportunity to come hang out with them on this. I thought it would be cool. My name is Lou, and I've known Keith and Rob for a number of years. Fuck. And uh, I, I play drums. Plays drums? Yeah, that's it. Really well. <laughs> All right. My name's Marshall. I uh, chilled with Lou last night, a couple of years. He yeah. asked me to stop by and have a talk. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> we have woven together such great people, and we're going to give you guys a couple hours of really solid entertainment. Um, do you want to direct us into our topic for the day? Yeah, so actually, Chris brought up our topic really right he contacted sure. he, you he inspired us on this one yeah yeah like a couple weeks ago or something right and, and about that and you had mentioned it and I thought fuck that would be a cool thing to probably do on the podcast and then we could debate and whatnot and then I contacted Lou because Lou is really likes talking about this subject <laughs> so uh, especially around like religion and organized religion type of stuff right um, and then, you know, Lou just told me Marshall wants to come. He's got, you know, into all this stuff. And I'm like, hell yeah. All, that's a cool perspective. I want to hear all so, that stuff. So, wait, wait, so you, just, you just asked Marshall, you just asked him to come last night? We were just hanging out last night. Oh, cool. Yeah, so we were having dinner at a vegan restaurant. It was the grand opening of this vegan restaurant in uh, Phoenix on 7th Street. And it was really great. The, the, the place before it was called Palm. And they have a place in Chandler, too. But um, they closed down. And this new place opened up, and it was really good. They had a DJ there. The place was packed with millennial, millennials. Oh yeah. And, and you know and what it was? They had you know they had they had everybody. It was everybody was, you know, everything was was packed. They had the, the DJ going, and everybody was having a great time. But if you look at our table, we had the oldest and the youngest people in the. <laughs> you know, everyone else was about you know in their twenties and things like that. You know, for yeah. the most part. We were but, adults and the kids. Huh? <laughs> we were we were the adults and the kids. Right, yeah. But I think we drank more than Yeah, I think else everybody else in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> how, how fitting is that to this podcast? The generations right. that they were last night were hanging out as two different generations, right? Well, well I'm <laughs> 60. Well, yeah. Marshall's 40. Yeah. Uh, you're 45. Oh, so three, yeah, because then right. the young kids. Right, too, the young right. kids, right. Yeah. So. Wild. But I don't look, I look 59, 58. I don't really look 60. Yeah, 59 you know, and a half, right in there. Yeah. Tops, yeah. You know, so. I think we could safely say you don't look a day over 61. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> that's pretty safe. That fucking time, that, I hate that bitch. We were at Margaret's birthday party at that Mexican restaurant. And uh, she was playing, well, how old are you? That fucking game. 
And, and who was this? Uh, I can't remember her name. Uh uh-uh. uh. The one with the dude's uh, ex husband broke his pecker. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this guy, this this guy was, uh, so he was cheating on his wife, and he had a he had a girlfriend, you know. So they, I guess they get divorced, right? And uh, he calls her up. He keeps in touch with her. He, he depended on. They had a kid together, you know. So um, he calls her up, and I guess his, his new girlfriend, they called her Bambi. I don't know what her real name was, but uh, you know, they put a cock ring on. And he broke his dick. And now it's so fucked up. Every couple of years, like six years or something like that, or four years, he has to get his dick rebroken. Isn't that, oh, that is so, man, that's, I can't, oh. I, I, I don't it's, even it's, like it's nay on the cock rings. Huh? <laughs> it's nay on the cock rings. Yeah, but I, I guess you, you, and, you, and you felt it. And you, you know, the thing is too, he felt it and he's just like, that's bad. But still, like, wait until the next day or the day after to actually go to the emergency room. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're cringing. I can see it. Yeah, it's just yeah Jesus. Yeah. Dennis Rodman broke his dick three different times. Uh, really? Three wow. different separate incidents. <laughs> Fucking YouTube it. Because it there's a video of him telling the story of each one. It's fucking awesome. I'm not going to ruin it. YouTube it and watch it. It's fucking awesome. Is it one of those things that like, it gets easier to break your dick after the, like after you do it? It maybe. Like, oh, it yeah. might be. Like you roll your ankle and then yeah. Yeah, it's always... What, was one of the times... Don't fuck up. Was he in North Korea one time? No, he was not in North Korea. He was in North Korea when he broke down. Wow. Yeah, it's also got to have like a mental issue after you break it the first time. Oh, yeah. You're worried about that shit. According to the story, involved a woman actually jumping onto. Oh. Yeah. That was the last one, the last wow. story I told. Okay. No swing? No, jumping. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's worse than the swing. Yeah. Or maybe, did he jump on her? I can't remember. There was jumping well, involved. Well, yeah. Bad aim. the best ball. So, <laughs> he jumps really well. Right. So back to the topic. Should right? have so, a better so aim, Chris right? <laughs> contacted Rob to talk about right. the subject matter. Thought it'd be great for the podcast. The subject matter was... Chris, you said that you can prove scientifically? Uh, no, I think no, you said no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the exact word, yeah, okay, so go I, ahead, you say so, Well, okay. So what I said to Rob was, um, I texted Rob and I said, hey, are, are you are you atheist? And he said, no. And I said, he just, I said I'm more so agnostic, I would say. And I said, well, I bet I, can, I bet I can logically explain why God exists. Now, I again, I've known Rob a long time, so I know who Rob is, how Rob thinks, and like what Rob believes and possibly why. And, like, I, I, can, I don't have a reason with Rob. So when I said that to Rob, I really, like, I bet I can, like, reason with Rob and get him to think that there's a God. Or, like, I, I, I bet I can convince him. But I uh, I don't know that I can convince everybody. Um, you know. Well, when you say there's a God, do you say, do you mean there's a Christian God? Or you mean there's something spiritual okay. that covers so, everything? Okay, all right. So, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you asked. Right. All right. Um, organized religion versus spirituality. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not here arguing organized religion. You got the wrong guy for that. Is it a man okay. in the sky or a... Uh, um, no, no. Uh, it's 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 an energy in the universe that that just inhabits and connects everything else. Okay. Um, so the way, the way kind of almost starting to sound a little bit like what Marshall was I'm saying. Gonna, I'm gonna be well, honest, I, I, I believe that same thing too. I think there was something, some molecular you're, you're, connection. I mean, you're gonna hear a lot of what, what he's. It's, we're gonna hear a lot of the same. Yeah, thing. rocket man. Okay. Like, so um, the way I, the universe is God, and God is the universe because. The universe is the only thing, is the only being in the universe that created itself and it cannot be killed. So we all are the, the product of two other human beings. Well, where did the first human being come from? 
evolution aims to explain where the first human being came from, kind of that is, you know, molecules came together. Okay, so we, we, we have an idea of where life might have came from, uh, we have an idea of how planets form, how stars form, um, but where where did that all come from? Where did the dust that, you know, that creates stars, where did that come from? Where did the matter originate? Where did the matter originate, right. and how, like, even even in, in space, like, dark matter is is the space that's, that there's nothing there. It's not there's nothing there, there's something there, it's dark matter, there's nothing else there. Where did the dark matter come from? So that's that's why I believe God fills those gaps. That um, that's that's what God is. is what well, 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 yeah. My response to that is, you know, we don't know, right? We don't know how the original matter got created and how the Big Bang started. And historically, what we've done is when we don't know, we say God, right? Because we don't know, we right. have no other answer, so we just say we dead end right there. Mm -hmm. But but we can't just dead end there. We need to keep, you know, researching and investigating on what really happened. And someday we may know, but right now we're, just, we're, we're at a crossroads, we're, you know, we're, we're at a dead end actually, we just don't know. Um, can, can I ask a clarifying question? When you're saying God, Chris, are, do you, are you talking about a sentient, sentient being, all-powerful being, or are you talking about an energy? It, it, more, more so an energy. But I view it as an intangible being. The reason I use the word being is because it's um, it, it it exists. Like I mean, you know, from my perspective, it exists. Like it's 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 not just like it bees. It, 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 yeah, it bees. Like it's it's there. Like it. But it, it's it, it, it can think. It interacts. The intelligent. It, yes, but it's not. But it's not like a tangible being. Like it's not something you're gonna find. Like physically, it's something that you have to reach out to. So so I guess it would be more so an energy. An energy, it's more but, so an but, energy, a, but a, a intelligent, yeah, an, an interactive energy. It's okay. an interactive energy. So, so what if we throw another, another, um, you, know, uh, you know, another, you know, roadblock in there, another idea in there, and we go back to you know what what Marshall was saying before, um, you know, it, it, you know, it's like, what if we are, what if it's not even real? What if we're in a matrix type of situation? Right. And at, at, at that point, who's the god? Uh, whoever, whoever, whoever created yeah. the matrix. Whoever created the matrix. Whoever right? created the matrix. But, yeah, that would be that's, that, that, that could be a possibility, though, too. Right. You know, and you know, um, you know, I, I agree with you that there is an energy and there's something that connects us all. Um, you know, what I was thinking when I was originally going to come here and, and argue was against organized religion. Which you're not, you're against as well. You don't believe. Yeah. It well. Right. Yeah, okay. That's, so that's kind of walked so, in and I realized we. we right. So I think we're, I think all of us are pretty much on the same page. Yeah, no, I kind of, I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm against organized religion because right. what they try and do is monopolize your connection to God. Like I grew up, I grew up Roman Catholic, um, and they they teach you that you need to go to church because uh, human beings aren't aren't able to like reach out to God. Like we're not we're not able to connect to God directly, but they're like the church is like the blessed one, so they can. So like they're our medium. They're trying to monopolize our connection with God, and. So for that, I, I really have no respect for that kind of idea, and I just feel most religions, whether they're so blunt about it or not, are just kind of go for that same idea. So, so what? So you're Roman Catholic. I grew up Roman Catholic too. What about? How did you feel about transubstantiation? I think that was. I really don't know what that means. Okay, what that what that is 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 when you're in mass, and you go to receive the host. Oh yeah. Right. So 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 Receive that the body and love of Jesus Christ. right. It's it, and and like with some Christian religions, some, some you know some other Protestant religions, uh, Methodists I think may be one of them. Uh, uh, they 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 know when they go up and receive the host, it's a symbol, 
of God's body and His blood, right? But Roman Catholics transubstantiation this, this said, no, is. that's it. Oh it, yeah, this, right, this, this is the that, that, that was always weird to me. Even as a kid, I'm like, what? It tastes yeah. like a piece of bread. How can right. you know? And, and, like and stale how, bread or something, right? Yeah. And right. why doesn't it end? If it's his still body, practice. it has to end at some point, right? So. Anyway, just the observation. I one one of the yeah, problems. Yeah, no, I, 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 honestly, honestly, that's that's something I never even like dug into just because there were so many other things that I dug into. Well, you want to hear the story behind that? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So so in uh, in three eleven, right? There was a guy named Galerius, right? And Galerius. Um, so the Christians were being persecuted back then, mm-hmm. right? So Galerius. so Galerius uh, had, in three eleven had something called the Edict of Toleration. Right, the edict, edict of toleration said, okay, you know what? We're going to let Christians and anybody else practice whatever religion because it's, it, it's really getting too much to persecute them and, you know, we're spending too much money. You know, let's just this let is, them do what they want to do. Right. Amnesty. Right. Huh? Amnesty. Amnesty. Empathy? Amnesty. 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 Okay, yeah. you can say it, Amnesty. Now, in, in, in 313, you had the Edict of Milan. So Galerius is out. Now Constantine and, and uh, Licinius are in charge. Right? And they're saying, you know, we're going to have the Edith in Milan. We're saying, not only are we going to, are we going to tolerate them, but we're going to give the Christians all their, all their property back, all their money and all the statues and everything else that we stole from them. Right? Um, you know, co- co- come, come back a couple of more years, a co- couple of years. Uh, now Licinius is out and Constantine's in charge. Now it's 325 and you have the first ecumenical council. And, 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 and uh, Constantine is saying, okay, so, uh, you know, what should it be? Should it be Roman Catholics? So he calls in Sibelius, which is a... a, a you know, uh, he's he's uh, uh, representing the Roman bishops, right? And you have uh, Arius. Arius is representing the, Ar- the religion of Arianism. And the difference between those two is Arius was saying, no, it can't be transubstantiation. And Sibelius is going, yes, it can. Now, um, Constantine's mother, right, Saint Helen, right? She was a big Roman Catholic. She w- she was in exile. Her, you know, Constantine's father, Constantius, put him in put her in exile when they got divorced. You know, when Constantine came to power, he got out of, out of exile. So I guess he, there was some guilt there. And that's why he picked Sibelius over Galerius. Even though on his deathbed, he called up an Arius priest to give him the last rites. An Arian priest to give him his last rites. And eventually, you know, in 380, I think, 375 or 380, is when the Edict of Thessalonica came in. And that's when they said, okay, this is, the Roman Empire now recognizes Christianity as the, the religion. This is the official religion. And that's when it became an official religion, 380 years after Christ died. So, 300. That's, that's, so, that's, so that's where that, that, that 325, that, three, that three, 313, 325, the edict, that's the first ecumenical council. That's when that transubstantiation actually came into play and they actually recognized it for, for whatever reason. 300 years, though, like, it sounds like a long time, but that's super fast. Like, imagine if now we, like, worship George Washington as a god. And that was like 300 years ago. Like that's that's not that long for someone to be like, "Wow, that was God, guys. We missed him by 300 years." Exactly. Like, right. Which is, we got to worship him now. Yeah. Which is why you have your doubts. It's like, why did it take 300 years? Yeah. Well, didn't it, didn't it take 300 years for the Bible to actually be written down? Yeah, it took it took decades, and you know, and they're and they're. Opinion, I thought they didn't start until after 300 years or something. No, like it was it was it was decades. It wasn't. I don't think it was. Decades. Yeah, but at once everything was yeah, complete, and they started recognizing the books. Yeah, it took a long time. It took hundreds mm-hmm. of years. And I mean, it, a but, lot of those books came from from uh, thousands of years prior than that. You know, I mean, you had the Nag Hammadi text. You had the Dead Sea 
scrolls, you know what I mean? You had uh, stuff that, uh, or pieces of those, because most of the scrolls were hidden out in areas, you know, like in, in Qumran and uh, in, in the mountains and the, the caves, you know what I mean? You had Egyptian texts, you had stuff from Mesopotamia, you know, Samaria, you know, which is modern day Iraq, you know, you had all of this body of knowledge that eventually all this stuff, you know, that was compiled and uh, and then you you have a body, you know, basically the twenty the twenty six different councils of like Nicaea and Nicaea and Laodicea and on and on and on and on. Um, basically, a group of men who took all of these texts and these scrolls and these uh, clay clay scroll, you know, uh, cylinder scrolls and uh, that kind of stuff, and they made a decision. They were like, you know. How are we going to compile this stuff in a book that we can feed to the masses and give them a basic ideology of something to follow so that we can uh, have a, a spiritual tradition and legacy and, uh, and, and guide the people in a way and also, in a manner of speaking, control the people in a way. You know what I mean? Because you, you know, you you, you, you sure. gotta herd the cattle if they don't really know what's going on. Otherwise, everybody's gonna be all the place, uh, all over. You know. So, uh, so they figured out on these basic texts what they would do, and then as well as adding their own ideas and uh, I think po political stuff and uh, you know things they uh, their own ideas. You know, and you know how especially men. There were no women involved. You know, right. men got together. They're like, you know. Let's let's put this shit together and put it out for the people. And well, there was a lot of virgin births. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> of yeah. course, of course, all yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> copied know? and stolen from place to place. Right, right. Because of man's you know? power over women. Right, as well. And perceived. plus, you know, that was a period of time when uh, when these books were coming together that they were trying to to shift the entire perspective from the mystical religions like the the, the Essenes paganism. and so many others, paganism, you know, the the honoring the the changing of the cycles of the seasons and the, the this and the that, you know what I mean? But they All did the, it smartly, very landing the holidays you know? on this, you know what totally, I mean? Totally, totally, Christmas, our holiday, are, right, totally. you celebrate anyway, right. now you put it, you know what I mean? Right. And, and hey, we'll even put a, a Christmas tree in your, you know, if you want, it makes society function absolutely. more easily, right? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, and then uh, you know it, it was, it's ba it kind of in a way was uh, a, a way to to strip the the power from the individual human. You know, because um, you know more of the mystical traditions kept them in tune with the natural rhythms and cycles. You know what I mean? Even the calendar. If you look at the calendar, um, you know Constantine and, and and the councils they decided to go ahead and shift off what had been going on for so long in history with. 13 moon cycles, a 13 moon calendar, you know, and switch it to a sun calendar where, you know, you got to add leap years and you got to got to shift it up to make it work. Right. It doesn't work naturally like a, a, a 28 day cycle of 13 moons, you know, e e even a woman, you know, if, if you look at uh, the female menstrual cycle, it, it, a woman who is in harmony and connected with the natural rhythms, they're going to have their their menstrual cycle every roughly about 28 days. It's in tune with the way the moon cycles. You know what I mean? So, by pulling people off of the 13 moon cycles, you actually affect the circadian rhythms of our our natural cycles, connection with nature, the way nature actually works, and you know you uh, you cause people to move into a, a space of being where they can be governed by an outside authority rather than, than going inside in a reflection 
you know, natural connection and, and being a self-governing system, you, you actually pull that from them so that a governmental body could take over and tell the people what to do, herd them like cattle, give them a book to, to read and say, you know, this is 100% infallible truth and, uh, and this is what you're going to have to do. This, this is the, the process of, 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 of how you're going to govern yourself we're going to govern you, and, it, and it's done by the, the dictates of a God that is, is outside of the God within your own being. You are God. We are God, you know, and when you get right down to it, we are the source experiencing itself. But when you move into a space of separation and, and govern yourself by, by a book or an outside authority, you lose your own inner wisdom and, and connection with the natural cycles, and you move into a false grid, you know, a false cycle, so that, that we have to, you know, look to an outside source, whether it's a, a president or a god or a, a pastor sitting on the pulpit. You know what I mean? You, you, you literally lose your, your personal sovereignty and look to an outside source. And the Bible, as beautiful as it is, it's wrapped with, um, with lies and truth, and it, it keeps a person can keep a person guessing, you know, second guessing, you know, because you, you feel that there's there's beauty in, in those texts, but there's also some things that absolutely degrade uh, the the human being. You know what I mean? Like our, our pure connection. So having to mitigate what this is, you know, and and also you know go into a church wanting, you know, the beautiful thing about Christianity or or, or the Islamic nation or, or any of the religions. I don't, I don't care what it is, you know. The people that get involved with these things want something better for their life. They want connection. You know, what I mean, there's a beauty in all of it. There's there's compassion. There's love. There's uh, there's ideas of all of the good things that people want, but it's also laced with all of the things that dominate and control societies. Don't, you know? don't most people nowadays though? Don't necessarily get into religion; they're just more born into it, though. Born into right? it, so absolutely. Kinda, yeah, at a young it's, age, they're it's the culture they're born. Right? Yeah, yeah, geographical, yeah, completely. Yeah. Actually, mm -hmm. growing, growing up, um, so I, you know, again, Roman Catholic, you, you, uh, they have three sacraments. The first one is baptism, which you do at birth. Everybody knows that. Um, the next two are communion and confirmation. Uh, communion is when you go up to, to the, you know, go to take. Uh, what is it called? Like, take the body of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. um, for for Catholics, like you don't just go up and do that, like you would in so, like a Christian church. Like sometimes they don't really just you know just pass it around you to take you. Know. With the Catholics, it's a whole ceremony, it's a whole process. You have to you have to go through a whole class to do it. Um, and then so you you do that, and then you take your first communion, and then a few years later you do your confirmation, which is basically confirming. They say they, the way they describe it is confirming your love of Jesus Christ, but the way I see it is just confirming yourself as a Catholic. Um, when I was growing up. I thought I thought it was really funny that they actually lowered the ages on these things. The communion used to be like 13, and then the the, um, the confirmation like older, like 17. And then when I was growing up, um, I made my communion at nine and my confirmation at 11. Get them while they're young. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, you know, right. right. Like, they they realize right. like people right. are starting to figure yeah. it out. Like they don't right. they don't want to yeah. fucking do yeah. this. So yeah. Just do exactly. Well. Make them do it while they can't argue. And no, you did. No, and you no, did it. You no. did, to, to your point, where people get get into religion because they want something better for themselves. Some do. Some just get in it because their parents tell them. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Honestly, a, a lot of my peers, like a lot of them, were just like, yeah, whatever. Like just yeah, just, yeah, did it. Like they're, they're not like, yeah, like that was something that really bettered my life. I'm really glad I did that. Just like yeah, you know, my parents wanted me to do it. I, did it. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, isn't there supposed to be more to it than that? Like, right. Isn't right. it supposed oh. to be something special? But mm -hmm. which no, is why we're here. Yeah, I did it. 
Well, if you think about it, you know, we live in a, a basically a, a, a downgraded, you know, uh, materialistic society. If, if you think about it, the, the true gods of this society are, are money and power, you know, and uh, you, because that's, if that's God's fault of the lowercase g. <laughs> right, exactly. Just, just to, you know, just so you know, if you have a society with uh, those things as the highest principle, you're going to send your kids to school like we do, um, you know, from a very early age to be conditioned into a, a, a cycle of understanding that's based on the dollar and a materialistic principle. You know, m most people, they rarely go out in the woods these days, even Christians, you know what I mean? Like in, in the Bible, the, you know, the, the stories of Jesus, and I'm not going to speak to Jesus as a, a, a real being, you know, there's uh, many things that point to a, a past being around that time um, known as Isa that uh, many towns and you know, places were named after, you know, like uh, the place where Isa healed the, the blind man, the place where Isa, um, you know, uh, uh, helped the, the crippled woman walk, you know, they, they would name villages after beings that were, were able to go and heal, you know. Um, so in our modern understanding of Christianity, let's just call that the, you know, a person Jesus who was an archetype um, to, to present an opportunity for people to connect with something greater than themselves, you know, develop that power within themselves, you know. So, um, because we live in a society that's based on uh, the drive to produce and, uh, and, and move into, you know, it doesn't matter if you're perfecting computer systems or the, the next best cell phone or, or this or that, the majority of people's attention is totally focused on um, more, more, more. You know what I mean? It, it's really not on on coming back, relaxing, sitting out there looking at the blue sky. You know, listen to a river flow by. You know what I mean? Uh, listen to the birds and the trees. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's based on let's get our ass busy, get in school, get a degree, get the fuck out, and uh, and let's dive into a job and let's produce, 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 produce. You know what I mean? So when you have a society like that, you know, you downgrade all systems and turn people into what could be considered. And I, I realize that slave is um, a pretty harsh term, but if you look at society, you know, we're, we're kind of living a, a society of modern day slavery and people are choosing well, wage, wage to slaves. actually do it. Yeah, wage you slaves. Know, right? Wage slaves. Yeah, yeah, you're getting you know paid, I mean? so it's not like you're doing it for free. You are getting a paycheck, but you're right. a wage slave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, you know? I mean, I think that's a fair term, right? You mm -hmm. guys have used that before, have you not? Uh, I, I use it, I, ironically, because you don't pay slaves. Uh, you use it ironically? I thought you were serious when you used it. That I, that I view myself as a, as a slave? No, no, no. That when you said the, the term wage slave. I, I say it uh, hyperbolically. To be like aggressive when I'm trying to make a point, but I think that's the, <laughs> the, the whole the point of the term right. wage okay. slave is hard. to drive that home. How do, how do we how do we differentiate slavery versus indentured servants? What's the difference there? Ownership. Okay, so slave is owned. Yeah. An indentured servant is just okay. You need to work servant is until your bills are paid. Right. Who okay. owes you their servitude? Because, a slave is your property. Okay, so indentured servant. Okay, you you need to work for me for free until. Yeah, until you're dead paid. Yeah, then you can go. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, that's true. Okay, well, let me ask you this then. But are we more that? 
right? Because at some point our debt would be paid and we don't yeah. have to pay that into the system anymore. Yeah. Or are we closer to slaves to where we are going to pay into the system until we die? Like you said, chosen slavery. Right, it's it's it's, it's it's yeah. chosen, you know. But well, and, and is it chosen. chosen though? Because what is your option? Well, I, exactly. I, I mean, it's, it's in a way, there's always a choice. <laughs> but is right. there really? Because the the yeah. uh, the other choice is what? Well, uh, drop out entirely. Right? Totally. That's that's the other option. And and the truth is, society deeply frowns on people that drop out of oh, its its common sure. structure. So you know, I mean, the reality is, uh, you know, most people will choose. This mechanism of living. You life. want to clarify the way the slave things more? No. Oh, okay. You're giving me a look lately. Like, okay. I thought well, that was only. No, I'm, I'm going to be quoting this argument that you're making now <laughs> in a different, unrelated debate that we will eventually go back to and have again. Are you talking about the fucking Death Star? No. Oh. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. When and where is our responsibility to invade other countries? to interpose between the ruler and it, their people. I don't think that we should be the world's police. No, no, no I don't. All right. When, when, when we go back into that debate in full and we're, and we're having at it, um, I'll, I'll, I will for sure be quoting you here. So I encourage you to continue your discussion. I'm almost <laughs> positive you're not going to remember, so I'm going to continue. All right. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, this, this is this is perfect. This is this is exactly what I'm waiting for. So let's look at what the natural human is. You know, we were we were talking about religion basically in the, this talk to some degree. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and uh, ideas of spirituality and uh, you know, kind of consciousness in a way. Um, well, and it's it's I guess the term can be different to your point, right? Oh, it absolutely. could be science, yeah. energy, or totally. it could be spiritually right. energy, or it could even be God energy. Potentially, right? right. So, I mean, do are, do you guys think you're all talking about the same thing? I, I'm definitely the same thing. It absolutely is the same thing. Okay. It's, it's, it's okay. different I human just, words. You okay. know what I mean? It's vocabulary. Because I guess that's just what people have been conditioned to understand. They are. They, they are. Just, they just uh, get it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Completely. And, and also, people don't like the idea of like someone not believing in God. They think like if you don't believe in God the way I believe in God, you don't have any morals. So it's like. Okay, I believe in God. You, but, but you, don't, you don't believe in God like the, the Bible, no. right? The Bible right. No. version of, of right. That, right. And people like that. People they're called atheists, right? Don't believe in organized religions. I right? hate that. And, right. I hate that. Right. But but people people hate religious people. Some religious people hate atheists more than they hate child molesters. That is so true. And Some people hate dictators more than they hate child molesters. Can you true. fucking believe true. that? <laughs> that that was. <laughs> that was one of our podcasts. We're not going to say that. I'm like, uh, I mean, this is a I didn't say I prefer to. I'm just saying that on a, on a damage scale, I think a dictator, can, a one individual dictator, can do more damage than one individual child molester. That's that's a true statement. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. we have you on record saying worse. I think I dictators are worse I, than I, pedophiles. I, 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 JT, do you think one dictator is worse than a pedophile? Yes, I do. We have that on because there. Because like, the preceding, and I you like six the preceding times, conversation was me it. saying I was like, wait, let me give you several chances to clarify. You <laughs> no, really no, think that no. one is worse from, from than Jared from Subway? Yes, I do. Jared from Subway versus fucking Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro is... What? Not even close. 
Now, do you, when, you, when you take into when you take into account the ripple effect, the child molester is much worse because that goes that goes throughout generations. And, and it's it's so that's what you're gonna say for like 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. And like, it's so no, but Fidel Castro though, it's, it's so, so much, much more evil. It makes evil because I like, didn't mention Hitler once like the whole evil. night. Yes, you just bro. kept going back to sorry. Yeah. You just kept going back to Fidel Castro. Yeah. I, if it makes you feel any better, yeah. I, would I, say I guess that maybe I we like, should have told you guys we often rabbit hole. That's like so. Yeah, that's the way it flows. Yeah, I'll let you need more information. Goddamn place. <laughs> I, I, I'll let Fidel Castro watch my kid before I let a child molester. Does that make you feel any better? Uh, Actually, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> All right, there. I'll make that a clear statement. I'll let Fidel Castro watch my kid before I let Jerry from Subway watch my kid. All right. I, I, I'm, I, I'm sure that's the most we're going to get out of you on this, so I'll take it and fucking I'll pack it in. <laughs> so it's interesting though because so the reason I wanted to try to clarify that point of the, of the it, we're all on the same page as far as God and technology or, or energy or whatever uh, is because not everybody is that like so you say like you say God because it's easier and everybody knows what you're yeah, saying yeah. but but to me it's almost the opposite of that because when when I hear God I think of the people that um like the religion, believe, religion. The, like the people that believe in the, yes. you know what I mean. You can't eat pork on, you know, or Completely. whatever. Yeah, they want to say to him, "Motherfucker, God is dead. Right. You are God. If you're gonna gonna work with it that way, let's let's open up and and, and realize." Well, and those are usually the ones yeah. that are the most self righteous. Not mm-hmm. always, right? I mean, he, his grandparents are really religious, and they're also. Yeah very fucking sweet people not right. judgmental not the totally. like when I think of religious people I think yeah. very judgmental very <laughs> self-righteous you know what I mean well, honestly his, his grandparents yeah. are the only ones that I've ever met that are the polar opposite of that they about, fucking help people they love you know what I mean well, like, that's super why it goes nice. to people you know, there's a lot of people in religion that truly want to be good and have a better life yeah, and, and sure, expand yeah. their potential as yeah. a human being what about Bill Skater people are Skaber? a lot more in tune with like with like what I refer to as God mm-hmm. than they are with their own religion I Right, but right. a lot of times they'll still they'll they'll, they'll, they'll they look down on you to your point if you're not religious. Right, right, right. or they'll make fun of Muslims for their religion. Mm-hmm. Right, like like your made up story is so much re- more ridiculous than my made up fucking piece together story. You know, you know what I mean? It's, to me, it's a made it's a made up story. Yeah. If you take a such section of writing and you pick and choose and then put something together, that's now a fictional story. Right, because you're telling me a story, not the whole version of what happened. A story, not the story. Right. Exactly. So to me, that's a fictional fucking story. I, every religious book is a fictional story because they have it set up that way to make you come to a certain conclusion, right? And and, and sure, bits and pieces in there could be factual. Mm-hmm. However, so, uh, I, I don't have the well, whole well, picture. Let's, so let's, look, let's look, at the book, yeah, look at the Book of Mormon. Reliable. What about Mormon? Say the Book of Mormon. Like that looks pretty legit. Right. Book of Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is which is more full of shit and. I don't want to get sued. He's so ready to go. He's so ready to go. Bring it. Bring it. We're almost safe. We're starting to call it. It was your cousin in my door last week, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm the one that you can hear. Like, yo, the Book of Mormon looks good. Well, Joseph Smith was a, was a con man, right? Book of Mormon. Well, yeah. Right. He got arrested a few months before he published the Book of Mormon. Right? Right. So, so as being, for being a con man, uh, what was it? The, like the Seath Stones or something like that? Yeah, he right. put hats into his, uh, he, he put stones into a hat the first time, right. and wrote down text, whatever, whatever, whatever. People questioned him or some other bullshit. He said those stones are no longer any good. 
put new stones into the hat. He's like, this one's the real one. And then he's like, and I'm they a brought prophet. that, right? Yeah. Just in the, it's just, and that's to be honest, like as far as at like, that point they're like, oh well, he did do it twice. So yeah, he, that must be true. Like, it's two completely different fucking sets of writing. Right. No, well, yeah, but we asked him to do it again, and he did. We didn't specify that it had to be the fucking matching text or anything. Well, well, well I think, well, I think what wasn't there wasn't there. He, he was he had his neighbor. He was he was he was dictating what he was supposedly hearing from God. Yeah. He had a sheet in the middle of, of the guy next door who was writing it down, and the wife was so pissed off she came down and ripped the sheets down. Right. Took took whatever writing was out. Threw it away. She goes, okay. If it's really true, duplicate it. And he couldn't do it. Right. That's that's kind of what I was referring right, to. Yeah, when, okay, yeah. when they they had him do it again, and it was different. Oh, okay, yeah, it was right, a okay, different but okay, a different okay. writing. Yeah, he couldn't yeah, duplicate it. Yeah, there's okay. an invalid yeah. text yeah. now. Here's the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but on the other hand, what you, what you question though about um, you know uh, uh, Scientology that gets into like more alien. Well, so Zenu Zenu is their alien. Right, and that's but that's, and right. but that's a secret. You got to that. You're into you, you you've spoken with aliens. <laughs> right? well, I have Dianetics. You know. I have Dianetics over there. I've actually tried to read through Dianetics, which oh, yeah. was L. Ron Hubbard's. Right, book. I remember that. I tried to read that too. Yeah. But here's this book, and it's meant to look confusing. Like the right. Bible's not this confusing. Yeah. But and the problem what, with, what, with Scientology is the dude was a fiction writer first. Right. You know what I mean? Like Everybody's that right pass, there yeah. makes right. any books you come out on religion. Un- you can't, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I'm not going to follow you. Well, you can I mean, walk on water after that. I'm done. Right. I don't if, care. If you're trying right. to cite a book from someone who was writing flight child stories like in an academic setting, like that just really wouldn't fly. Right. It was, it's it's so bizarre. Pass, but you can't help that. You can't help that he happened to be, you know, the messenger of these gods and he happened I mean, to write science fiction. Like, 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 like those romance novels with Fabio on the front. Right. Yeah, the next novel of Fabio is now gone. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Believe it, right? so. it makes sense. Those are singles. They weren't. They were just regular texts. Yeah. But does the Lord not work in mysterious ways? No. It's the Lord. He does. The Lord works very scientifically and mathematically. You can prove it. I thought he worked in mysterious ways. No, I thought it was very scientific in mysterious ways. It's you yeah. two. The no. mystery in the which the way the Lord works is just us not understanding. Our own environment, well, I, or our own selves. To Marshall's point, I thought. I think if you're more in tune with yourself and in in uh, the higher frequencies, maybe it's not well, a mystery. That's, that's you understand well, better. Here, here's the here's the reality. What what he, what he says? I can I can define it, but it's just about being in tune. But what, what Rob actually just self-help. said. If you read the book, it's what it's supposed to be is self help and mm-hmm. realizing yourself and clearing yourself so you can get into contact with so right. Completely. Right. But, you know, Rob actually has validity to what he said because, you know, looking at it from the Lord works in mysterious ways, it depends on your perspective of what the Lord is. When you get into a higher space of understanding and vibrational frequency, there are mystical things that you cannot explain that happen in your life. And some would associate that being with uh, the Lord or God or, or anything else. You know, um, we as humans sometimes our, our brains are, are very simple mechanisms. You know, we we really um, are a simple system. You know, when it comes to the the higher level of understanding, and that's why consciousness, which is outside of the body brain, um, will uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if it's, if it's lower out, there's <coughs> ready to go over here. Too. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this lit. is it. Let's, let's turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Can we start now? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit record on this? <laughs>
<coughs> so Elon Musk on this shit right now. <laughs> so we uh we really put a lot of focus as humans on on this this body and this brain and its capability of thought. You know what I mean? And in so doing, uh, a lot of times we lose our our deeper insight into what's beyond this body. What we we really are beyond this body. You know, because if you're just looking at this skin and this brain matter and and what its capabilities are, then you're you're kind of looking at it like a computer. You know, you look at a computer and it's got an operating, uh, you know, uh, software that 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 works in an operating system, and. Uh, that absolutely gets out of date pretty quick as 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 new developments come on. You know, uh, programmers. You know, they they, they build new software, uh, new operating systems are, are put into new computers. Well, even if we were to upgrade our operating system every single week, every single day, wh whatever, then you still are only functioning at uh, the the body mind system. When you use like we were talking about earlier before the podcast, you know, when you use plants, you know, plant medicines are designed to, to move your consciousness. Like, you can see it on, uh, on um, tests that can be done now where, you know, most people are thinking at a, a certain area of the brain. When you ingest a plant, you absolutely turn that area of the brain off, uh, brain off and you move to a new area that expands your potential of understanding. You know, so when you uh, are just focused on the, the area of, of brain matter, then, you know, you're just going to rely on what you learn in college. Somebody else has told you, you know, you're going to learn on your, your entire school history and, uh, you know, or what maybe you're, you're educating yourself on YouTube or uh, books you read, that kind of stuff. You know, when you step back from all that stuff and you get into what, you know, consciousness or, or, or God or, um, you know, any of these, these humanistic ideas are, you move yourself out of the body-mind complex and uh, out of, you, you could say out of the matrix in a way because, um, you know, uh, you come into a, a space of the observer role and the observer is what we're all trying to get to in a, a way that we don't even understand yet, you know, uh, most of the time you, you need something to help you separate from the body-mind because the observer role is actually stepping back into the source and the source truly is, you could call that God or, or the universe or the, the this or the that, any of the names, you know, but you separate from this body-mind and, uh, and you come back into your God self, you know, from that space that's infinite wisdom. That's that's the ultimate understanding because you're sitting in the space of oneness. You know, oneness can be completely confused these days because there's so many ideas. You know, spiritual traditions and all this stuff that that tries to label it as this and all the labels we've confused our whole lives by putting a flag. You know what I mean? In each country, you know, you label on this and a label on that. You know what I mean? Because this professional said it who has a college education. You know what I mean? A college education is bullshit most of the time because <laughs> it, it fucking labels you as this or that. You know what I mean? It causes you to... If you passing through these colleges, you'd see why it's bullshit. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If you understand the families who own those colleges and the ideas of education they want to put into those colleges, you know, why they want to put people in boxes and separate them. They want to put them in compartmental spaces, you know, so that no one can truly think for themselves and come into a unified concept of what life is. If you keep everybody in a, a separated 
conditioned reality, re, you, you enable a response to life that's, that's completely disconnected from your neighbor, from your, yourself. You know what I mean? So if you move beyond the educated conditioned mind, <laughs> then you can step out of this, this role as a, I am Rob or I'm Marshall or I am this or that, you know what I mean? And uh, you can shed your layers. You, you, you can get out of the conditioned mind and come into a space of oneness again. Oneness is ultimately stepping back into the, the source that everything springs out of. You know, Christians would call that God, even though they might not see it as a, a oneness, because, you know, the God concept right now in our reality speaks to a, a being that dictates what should be done making laws, and if you don't follow those laws, you're going to go to hell or be punished or, or deal with this or deal with that. You're sinning, you know what I mean, on and on and on. You know, just from the Christian perspective, you know, it, the, the basic blueprint is all in all religions. I don't care if it's Buddhism or Christianity or, or the Muslim Brotherhood. I, it, it does not matter. Um, there is someone who's in the uh, authority position, and if you don't follow that, there is some kind of trouble you're going to get into. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that is the perfect slave blueprint. Uh, you know, and, and they throw it at you because... They know that every human being at some level wants to do uh, good within themselves. They want to uh, help someone out. They want to love. They want to, you know, like love their kids, love their friends, you know, do some things. There's also co a component. We want to go kick some ass and, and, you know, create some havoc as well. You know, it's, you gotta, you gotta spice it up a little bit, right. you know, but however, you know, to honor the dark and the light within yourself, if you want to look at it that way, you know, brings more of a balance. You know, uh, the religions and the, the spiritual tradition, traditions try to just slam you into only doing good. You know what I mean? That it throws everyone out of balance because you cannot live a life and do only good. You know what I mean? You, you have to have the balance. You know, sometimes you're going to fuck up. Sometimes you're going to do great. You know what I mean? And sometimes you're going to be in the middle of the road and be able to, to just walk it where there, there is more balance. But, um, you know, as I was saying earlier about the, the conditioned mind, though, and stepping out of that reality, you know, when we step back into the, the source of everything, you know, the energy, the, the consciousness that flows through all things, um, you know, uh, what was your name? Uh, Chris said earlier he was talking about the the dark matter <clears throat> you know if if from his perspective God is the dark matter it's the the space between the spaces then uh, then you know that that's the the infinite source that I'm talking about you know what I mean so he and I would agree at, at, at that point you know and uh, I think we can, can all agree if we step back from the ideas that is everything uh, outside of, of one single source that connects us all, then uh, then we we move into a space of of dis disconnection and separation. So um, you know, moving into the perspective where it's it stems from the one source. Um, call it God if you like. You know, if we want to be religious about it, you know, I just call it source. Um, then we don't have to be limited by a, a, a brain that is educated as a human being. We can uh, be expanded 
and uh, and allow this body to, to be alive and to breathe and to we, we can feed this body you know but we don't ha have to let this body be the deciding factor in how we uh, connect with each other you know what I mean and uh, and, uh, and associate with life you know as long as we do that then we we allow presidents and politicians and and, and gods and, and preachers and um, you know even the the bully on the the you know in high school you know so an authority figure to make decisions for us rather than stepping into the space where we are a sovereign being um, we don't associate ourselves just with this body mind complex you know we, we realize we're beyond this and when the, we shed this skin suit you know we are a consciousness and, uh, and, and continue moving forward in life. You know, I, I think the majority of, of religions and spiritual paths kind of speak to that, even Christianity, you know what I mean? Uh, like, do, you, do, you, do you believe that like, when not when our consciousness sheds shed the skin suit that uh, it would inhabit another skin suit, or do you think, uh, like, what, what do you, I mean, I guess I'm getting this, that's well, asking the question of uh, as, as I was, I was speaking to it earlier before we got on the podcast, um, you know, from my perspective, um, and that's all I can really speak from is, uh, you know, through personal experience and understanding. Um, there's a source, okay? It's the energy that flows through all things. Um, out of that source, there's like a, a droplet of energies and, and we can, through a human mind, term it as a soul. Um, that soul, even though it's energetic in nature, branches off into physical realities on planets you know and and it's not just a reality on planet earth there's there's tons of star systems tons of planets you know tons of there's many dimensional layers where you can have uh higher and lower vibrational experience so, so do you think our soul is present on multiple solar systems and multiple planets i absolutely do in, you know, in, this, but, in this dimension right but okay. but let's just focus on the earth for for this conversation right right now you know um um, the soul out of the source splits off and can have many experiences in life and as we were talking about earlier you, sometimes you run into another person and you're like man you know I really there's something about the you know my connection with you you know what I mean like it's it's different than the average person that's because uh, as a general rule it is basically your soul split off in different bodies to have an experience well, out of source, you could call it God. Um, you could just say God split off and decided to experience itself through many different bodies and vibrational spaces. You know, that actually... That's the meaning of life. That is what I believe is the meaning of life. It absolutely is. Is that, is that life is your soul and the universe can experience to, itself. To experience itself. Yeah. That, that's the ultimate reality. That part there, though, is... Reminds me very similar of the that whole Jesus is God, born of Himself. You know what I mean? Right. The Jesus, the, the Father, Son, Holy Ghost, all that stuff. Right? Jesus was God, but Jesus was also God's Son. You know what I mean? That kind of seems like it, it does. You know, like, like it could kind of mm -hmm. be what you're talking about a little bit. That's, because that's kind of interesting. Because each one of us is a component of Source. But we see ourselves through a separate reality from each other when we're actually all one and the same. You know, we're, we're ultimately source energy that has split off and is having many different experiences of itself. 
and uh, and we think that we're separate until we wake up and realize we're we're all connected, one and the same. We are God. So there's a. And again, this reminds me of what you're saying. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but there's a theory that that if you can connect to the source, right, that that you can gain access potentially to all knowledge. You absolutely can, right? And that they call that something book accessing like is not Ezekiel, but I think it's an e book. Have you ever heard of that? Do you know what I'm talking about? But, but I mean, it's, you, it's maybe, exactly... Maybe the Book of Ra, uh, the Ra Material. Uh, the, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of books. Book of Life, is You know, the, the, the truth of the matter is, is like, uh, you know, everyone who wakes up can channel this information through in a way. It's just because they connect with it. You know, so a bunch of books have been written. I mean, it's when you wake up, to what this source is within you that you are, then the information's the same. So you, you know? you've woken up? Uh, absolutely. Right, so how, how, how did you wake up? Just at the car accident? Um, you know, car accident was uh, my, it was my initiation into another way of life. Right, yeah. You know, and then beyond that, you know, because I saw... Well, my, well, my question really is, how, how would you recommend other people to wake up? Okay. Um, I think the plant medicines are a, a beautiful way of helping out right now because it, it, here's the reality, you know, most people because um, uh, because they start conditioning, you know, kids at a very early age now, you know, then, uh, you know, it, it's very hard for the, uh, the conditioned human mind to wake up from a reality they've been programmed by, especially when everyone is rewarding them for being fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it, you're going to go along with that culture <coughs> if you're being rewarded well. for being conditioned. Absolutely. So, you know, um, you think you're doing something good. Well, if you're going to wake up from that, and most people don't even truly know what a, awakening is, you know, but if you have the insight and you say you get slammed in a car accident or, you know, uh, you go through a bad breakup and you're in a, a, a space for a little bit that's like, God, what's it all about, you know, like, why am I even here, <laughs> you know, wh what is this life, then, uh, you know, there's things that you can do, not everyone finds it, a lot of people dive off and they just get depressed, you know, they fall to drugs, they fall to alcoholism, they, uh, you know, deal with realities, you know, a string of bad relationships, or they just get in a, in a job and they try to just work their ass off so they don't have to think about shit. You know what I mean? I've tried well, all of those. <laughs> right. You know, that's what, I'm and how many doing three of them. You know, right, right, right. You know, so if you're going to wake up from the conditioned role of society that you're rewarded to fulfill, you've got to step outside of the box. There's no other way. So you can do that through, you know, walking away from society for a while, you know, getting out in nature, you know what I mean? Sit on some rocks, swim in a flowing river, sit under a waterfall, a waterfall and let it cleanse your soul a little bit. You know what I mean? Shit. But my fantasy you know, is fucking, <laughs> like you said, like what you were able to do, just walking away. I mean, you, it's so much harder now with the wife. Kids, oh my God. Right. Dude, yeah, but totally. Fuck. Just going away from, Society in that, the woods that's, or something that's what you like want that. right now. That's what you want to be like. Right? <laughs> oh God, that would be if I would buy land and go on that absolutely. land. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That absolutely. is absolutely. like I'm fucking. Yeah. I, I, I so 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 want to get involved with that. Yeah. that so, so what's, what's stopping you from buying some land? I don't have millions of dollars. You don't need millions. You can buy you can buy a place that's really remote, that's really cheap, and you can just go out there and live on the grid, off the grid rather. Yeah, but I'
income of some sort, right? Yeah. And that, you know, that's why if, if I won the Powerball or some shit, money's not an object. I don't have to worry about, you Just know what I mean, bills, get a van, medical expenses, right? Yeah, it's fucking boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But if somebody gets sick, then you can still get help or yeah, anything. Right. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let okay. me, while, while we're kind of paused here, let me, because I'm doing a backup uh, recording on my phone just because this is really the only second time we've used the whole full gear and I don't want to lose it. So I'm, it works what, so far, though. Yeah. This has an hour limit on the phone. Okay, cool. So I have to stop Start it and I'll, I'll restart a new one. Yeah. Awesome. So just uh, save. What I was going to say was, you know, if, if, if you don't have a lot of expenses, right? And we're back. Oh, we'll, 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 we'll get into it. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have a lot of expenses, right? You bought the land. You don't have any a lot of other expenses. Obviously, you're not going to be able to pay for medical care, right. health care. Um, you know, but, but, but if you, you learn, you can learn how to do a lot of that shit using plants and, and shit like that or you know stockpiling on certain medical supplies or you just take it take, you take a chance you have to take a chances because there's some thir- certain things you can't do if you get sick you get but, cancer you can't but it's harder to do that when as you get older you know what I mean? well yeah yeah it might and, try, and, right, and you've also got to learn some ulterior motives like if you're out in the wild and you get sick you starve yourself you know after three days of going wild food your body completely transforms into something else protects all of its healthy healthy cells and kills all of the unhealthy cells. You can kill yeah. cancer doing this. You can do all kinds of shit. Yeah, fa- fa- yeah, you know, fast, yeah fasting it's with the cellular level. The Russians are all over this shit. Yeah, they have yeah. been since the 70s, and they've shown that uh, you know you can, as an example, um, you know someone can uh, if they get some kind of cancer. Doesn't matter what kind. Uh, you can uh, stop eating food and just drink good clean water for two, three days. Uh, three days is best. And then go through your chemotherapy. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, chemotherapy cycle. Well, your body will protect its healthy cells, so the chemotherapy doesn't kill your good cells, and it'll just go after the cancer cells. Very different way of doing chemotherapy. You know, the modern medical establishment wants to keep your ass sick, fuck you up, get you on pharmaceuticals. And let's be honest, or, you know, yeah, most people don't have the willpower to fast for three days. Absolutely not, man. I mean, to to deal with the food thing. You know, you, you, it's it's a it's a it's a, a mental empowerment. You but know if you I mean? do, if you do it and you you, you you get the willpower to do it for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. that grows. Just like grows. The body emotions. Well, then emotions. you become more empowered within yourself, and you yep. realize like, wow, food doesn't control me. You yep. know, I can go for twenty fucking days without eating any food right. and be healthy. You know, um, you know, you can use the sun. Uh, if you're out wild like that, you know, the 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 Egyptians, there was the science of the sun. And uh, this is the most powerful thing any human can know if you want to do it. NASA now calls people superhuman that are doing this. They've done studies on this, the ancient way. And that's why the Egyptians were known, a sect of the Egyptians were known as the sun worshippers, you know. Um, uh, Ignaton and uh, Nefertiti, you know, they were really into the, the power of the Aten and that kind of stuff. And it, it was basically the science of the sun. Well, there's something you told me just like maybe about a year ago okay. about looking at the sun every day for a certain ten, amount of time, ten, ten increasing seconds. that time. You, it, so what you do, uh, this is the science of the sun, and this will heal anything, mental, physical, you name it. Uh, um, the first day, you stand out on the ground, dirt, 
barefooted, you know, because there is a bioelectric field that, you know, circulates between you and the earth, we're like a battery. And uh, you disconnect yourself that through that, you know, through leather-soled shoes. So most of the time you're a disconnected human being just because you're, you're wearing shoes. But when you get barefooted on the ground, um, first hour of the sunrise or the, the last hour before the sunset, um, you know, when the, uh, the certain rays you don't want to absorb in your body are low, um, first day you look at the sun for 10 seconds, straight on. Just look at it, stand there barefooted, peace of mind, relax your, your, you know, your monkey mind. You know, most of us want to think all the time and figure shit out, you know what I mean? But when you can slow those thoughts down and come into a space of presence, then uh, you look at the sun that first day for 10 seconds and just absorb that sunlight, you know, the full color spectrum into your eyes and uh, into your body and your being. And uh, the second day, you add ten, 10 seconds to that. Well, when you add 10 seconds every day for nine months, you're looking at the sun for a direct 45 minutes. Straight up. Pure sunlight, 45 minutes. Okay? After three months. What, what time of the day are you doing this? The first hour after sunrise or the last hour before sunset. Okay. 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 So that's a, Just okay. close to the horizon. Mm -hmm. Okay? The first three months of doing the... the, the sun viewing, you know, uh, sun gazing, um, it'll heal most mental conditions, you know what I mean, if you've got depression or anxiety or, you know, you got, you know, something fucked up in your brain, whatever it is that, you know, most doctors would prescribe, uh, you know, medication for and, and still keep you fucked up, but just <laughs> numb the process, put a band-aid over it, then, uh, you know, then it'll help you out, you know, the, the next three months, you know, so that would be six months of, of viewing the sun, um, people have been, that have been done this process, um, and there's there's medical studies and you know people who have had it, people in clinics for like over 400 days watching exactly what happens physiologically to the body after doing a sun gazing practice. Um, NASA, as I've said, is all over this. You can go and uh, and pull this up. You know, just search on Google. You know, NASA sun gazing superhuman, whatever you want to. Well. Um, after six months, people who have even been paralyzed, a lot of times they're absorbing such energy into their system and it's awakening their energy system, you know, and allowing more energy to flow through the meridians of their body, which are the energy channels. Um, they'll get up out of a wheelchair, you know, people who doctors have said they could never walk again, you know, so, uh, but you have to open yourself. That's the thing. If, if, if you have a distrust about anything you do in life, you're going to block most of that. You'll get some of the trickling energy in. But if you really want to have the benefit of any of these natural organic systems that are in place for us, you know, then you have to open yourself completely you know, in trust and uh, uh, in presence. The thinking mind absolutely will detract from anything you do. You know? So uh, to finish the sun gazing cycle out, you would go to nine months. At nine months, there is something so spectacular that happens that it, it will turn you into a superhuman consciously. And what that is, is the awakening of your kundalini. Kundalini is the, the inner channel of energy that flows up your spine. You have a center column that the ancients knew about that flows from the base of your spine to the, the top of your spine and into your brain. Um, when you allow something as powerful as the sunlight into your, your, your system, 
then you can awaken these these ancient channels that normally lay dormant and closed off because we're all focused on how to make money. You know what I mean? So um, these things heal us and they awaken us and they uh, allow us to, to stand as, um, as 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 gods and goddesses on this planet. You know, and um, so to awaken your kundalini, it allows what is normally locked at the base of your spine in a little botch, you could say, that most people never awaken through their entire life and they die an unconscious human. When you awaken this energy, it starts rising up your spine and you can feel it rise up your spine and it pierces uh, channels and, uh, and houses. You know, the Bible refers it, it, to, to these seven channels, uh, I mean, these seven centers as like the seven churches, the seven candlesticks, the, you know, seven, 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 seven. Well, when you awaken your seven, you know, the, the, um, like, um, the Eastern traditions refer to them as the chakras. You know, uh, you, know you, you can refer to these things as anything you want to. Houses of consciousness, it doesn't matter. You know, they are gateways in your system uh, that you, you cannot pierce the next one until you've kind of worked through the dynamic of, of uh, the one you're working with. And once you awaken all the way through to your, your third eye and then your crown chakra, then, uh, you know, in the Bible it talks about receiving the crown, right? You know, and uh, these things. Well, this is mystical knowledge written in a way that, you know, you can spoon feed to a, a common person and they would only look at it as a, just a story, a flat story. But when you look at the mystical understanding behind what that is, it's about the inner awakening of your God self. You know what I mean? So that you can stand in a space of presence and awareness and, uh, and bring yourself above the common uh, vibration of society, the conditioned response, you know, the, the conditioned mechanism. So anyway, after nine months, um, you've uh, awakened these, these, uh, this flow of energy within you and that is why NASA is calling it the superhuman because you, you truly transcend what uh, what we're conditioned to live by, um, you know. There, there's Isn't there something where someone that did this, one of the the, the top people who practices this, you know, this art, uh, no longer even needs to eat? Food. You don't even have to eat food right. because you're 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 living directly off of uh, of energy at that point. Right, yeah. Prana, whatever you want to call it. There's tons of terms. You know, call it sunlight, call it like prana, call it color. You know, like, like, um, not synthetic. Like, uh, like the way a plant photosynthesis. Right, right. You know, well, that's that's, that's how a plant lives exactly, and that's ultimately what we can do. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Well, what it is, it's a it's a refinement of the human. Now, there's an ancient thing known as alchemy. You know, you you might have heard of alchemy. Alchemy. You know, most people think it was just people trying to turn base metals like you know iron or something like that into gold. You can do that, you know, and, and that's one way of doing it. And it's actually a, a, a metaphor for what happens in the inner self. Alchemy is about rising your consciousness, your energy from the base level of being, which you could, you could see as, um, as iron, you know what I mean? Up through the different levels of aluminum and, uh, you know, and copper and, uh, you know, you could say the platinum group metals, you, you, wh wh however you want to see it, you rise yourself because each metal is associated with a frequency, an octave. And uh, when you awaken yourself in uh, this inner way, you are performing the ancient art of alchemy 
which causes you to move through the spaces of iron within yourself, you know, of, uh, of aluminum, of, of, uh, of copper and silver and, you know, and the gold. And once you hit the golden state, which is more of like when you hit uh, the awakening of your, your third eye, you know, um, uh, then all of a sudden you're in a golden state, but you have a refinement to work with at that point. And, uh, and that refinement is, uh, is what the sunlight or, or flowing energy through your body, all these things do because it, it clears all of the, the stuff that we hold within ourselves, beliefs, you know what I mean? Um, traditions and uh, religions and spiritual paths and all this stuff, and you come back to you. Once you're back to you and you're no longer wearing uh, the clothing of external programming, then, uh, then you're unawakened to consciousness and you're, you're simple, you're self-aware, you're, you're sitting in the presence as a, a God form because you're, you're not just focused in this body, you are, are moving the, the source of creation, so to speak, through you. You are that. And, uh, and to sit in that space moves you out of the common construct. And, uh, and that's why people like, you know, let's, let's just say the archetype of Jesus. Because uh, I, I hate to speak to, you know, with, with such confusion around these historical figures, I hate to speak to them as they were a, a definite being. You know, right. that's yeah. shit, you know, fucking A. It could have been any name. Could have been but, a combination. And of there's been so many yeah. people in the past who've awakened themselves. Maybe he just had, you know, whoever that was had a good marketing team. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, nevertheless, however it was, that was the story chosen to give humans an archetype of understanding of a being who chose to awaken himself and help others do the same in some manner of speaking, you know? So, uh, so if that's the case, and there have been, been many before the idea of Jesus, um, you, know, uh, you know, through the ages, you know, there's tons. I've, I've met many myself who are alive on this planet right now, you know, it's never about one being who opens the whole world up, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not about a savior mechanism, it's about you saving yourself in a way because you awaken your own consciousness, stand in a space of, of equilibrium and connection so that what you do in your life at that point actually uplifts the space around you. You know, if you fuck some shit up, you're really powerful at fucking some shit up. You know, if you help some things out, you're really powerful at helping some things out. You know what I mean? There's a tone, an energy that, uh, that permeates once you're, you've awakened your consciousness and it's flowing out of you, through you and out of you, so that it uplifts the space around you. You know what I mean? Now, to do that, is a very dangerous, dangerous thing for anyone who wants to control other human beings. And we live in a world where there are a group of people who want to control everybody else. You know, they're the top 1%, if you want to call it that. You know, maybe, whatever. But there's some things, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's the elite group. We have other podcast subjects that we're going to want you to come back and join us for. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Rothschild was one we were just talking about the other night uh, because yeah. the Maratou song right, is Rothschild. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know? What? So what? So to achieve some of the things that you want to achieve... You, you probably, think that, oh, the, their next move... Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? His last name was Rothschild. So the fuck what? Historically... They've put 
their family members in power positions of power and took over the banking and all that shit when it all, all first started. Then, right, hey, right, I'm going right, to have right. sons, yep, and my son's going to go to work at that bank. I remember that 700 years ago when they were fucking banking them all. Right. And now they own the world, so it yeah. fucking worked. And, and so then why would they educate stop? the people through, you know, special organizations. Call them, you know, I don't care if you call it the Skull and Bones or the Rose, Masonic, you know, uh, different factions you know what I mean? you, you put them through these networks you put them through the initiations you make them sign the oaths you know what i mean put a a, a knife to their throat or noose around their neck and say if you do this we're going to kill your fucking ass right you know what i mean nobody's they're, they're going to play the game yeah so they take pictures of you doing shit that you wouldn't want to get absolutely. out and they hold absolutely have you ever worked for a corporation a corporation yeah, a big corporation uh-huh. Okay, good. Uh, that wasn't my question. So, right. so, so, so a lot of people work in corporations. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you think corporate culture is antithetical to what you're you're? Yes. Right. I think that, this that, culture right. in yeah. general is uh, absolutely opposed to what I'm talking about right. because we're, we're we're conditioned at, in this culture to be separate from the natural flow of life. You know what I mean? And right. yeah. and when you are but to not be individuals either. What's this? Not to be individuals. I oh, think. absolutely. Right, yeah. Disconnected, put in a box where, you know, you uh, you absolutely are a master at what you're doing in that box so right. that you're rewarded for being a master and doing that. But if you stick your head up and you say, whoa, what what the fuck's going on here? You know what I mean? What This that's not this isn't what life's about. Right. But you know that's, what I mean? that's why people say, OK, well, that's why people are, OK, you're gay. You're not good. You're transgender. You're not good. You're, you're whatever. Boxes, you're, boxes, you're, you're, boxes. You're not like me. I don't like right. you. Completely. Right. Completely. Divide and conquer. If you put people right. in a divide and conquer strategy, which has been the age old process right. of controlling people, I don't care if it's a governmental system with Democrats and Republican. If you associate yourself with a Democrat or a Republican, you have accepted the role of a divide and conquer strategy and the masters are controlling your mind because now you are left with the option to go and vote for someone they put out in front of you and say oh you know what you're going to choose between this one or that one you're a democrat or republican you know you work with it this way that way you're a uh, baptist or you're a seventh-day adventist or you're this or that you know what i mean you're a you're a christian you're a muslim you're a buddhist you know separate 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 as long as you separate the easiest way to keep you as a slave is to make you think you're free. Absolutely. Because then why would you revolt against your slave masters if of you course. already think you're free? How free are you? Of course. Go fishing right now. Especially if you're a making $100,000 a year you? to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You're rewarded. You're rewarded for being unconscious in this society. So, you know, to, to break that cycle, you know, let's round around. You asked earlier, you know, how do you awaken? Um, you know, in this construct, um, to break from that conditioning cycle and how good it makes us feel to be appreciated by others, you know, to be rewarded by others for doing what they consider good or what they've been conditioned to think is good, you know, and we want to feel like we're doing something good. We want to be a benefit a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time, you know, so to step out of that and stand on your own and, and you know, say, you know, I realize all of that. I appreciate it, but you know what? That's separating me from being truly connected to the natural rhythms of life. You know, truly why I'm alive. You know what I mean? Beyond just the the little bit of time it took to get people into a construct 
of going to a job every day, um, paying for a house payment, paying for a car payment, you know, putting their kids to a good school, all of this stuff, you know, it, it's hard to break that cycle because everybody's doing it most of the time. To break that cycle, um, you have to engage with something that's outside of that cycle and something that uh, does have a, a realness to it. That's why the plants, I, I swear. Um, my own, you know, I got lucky enough to be in a car accident, break my neck, you know, smack on the head, you know, buddy die. Where, lucky enough, he said. That's, where, what that's what I was looking at. Yeah. Right, lucky right. enough. Well, yeah. where I wanted would, to point that out. <laughs> that, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. You know, but. where I could immediately, I had no choice but to look outside of the common way of life. You know what I mean? I was just thrown out of it. There was no way around it. So, you know, for for people, you know, I, I highly don't recommend getting in an accident or doing anything like that. You know, I, I think it's probably better to use the plants and stuff like that because it now, when you give say you... The, when you say the plants, what are we talking about? Well, you know, there's... I don't a, think we've actually said it yet. There, mushrooms. there are a lot of... The, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, psilocybin mushrooms are, are awesome. You know what I mean? They're a, they're a, a peaceful teacher. You know, um, acid is a little bit harder edged. You know, it'll just throw you out there and you're just going to zing through the, the <laughs> complete thing. You might get, I mean, totally destroyed or you might, you know, completely transcend. You're probably going to do some of both and eventually come to a place back to you. You know what I mean? Um, I love mushrooms because they are uh, gentle teachers. You know, it's almost like there's a guide with you when you're, you're going down a journey, you know. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, DOC was a, a, a beautiful thing years ago. It was a derivative of DOB, and I, 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 I kind of saw it as the next evolution of acid because, you know, uh, through the, the DOC experiences, you know, it would even give you breaks. But it, it was also kind of a combination of the beauty of the guide that would come with the, the mushrooms, um, the power that acid had to just blow your consciousness wide open, you know what I mean? It looked nice like the truth of life. <laughs> and, but it would guide you at a higher octave and give you breaks. So me and my buddies would call them cigarette breaks, you know what I mean? Because literally you'd be tripping your ass off and tripping is really nothing more than being open and connected. The tripping component most people experience is the, the fucked up nature of their subconscious. So you've got to process your entire subconscious first and you're going to trip your ass off until you come to a space where you, it's all come through, it's out, and now you're just sitting in pure, like, absolute connected space there's no tripping going on when you're awake you know what i mean and that's what the plants bring you to ayahuasca is another one it's a beautiful plant you know and uh it's it's called the the vine of death you know because uh to truly die to the the uh programmed consciousness we are you could call that the ego whatever i don't i don't think it's a good thing to kill your ego because it's beautiful for, for us to have a a personality and a presence and, and a, a playful you know way to move through life however when you allow the the, the egoic nature that um, is the I am this or I am that I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that um, when you allow that to govern your life and be the deciding factor of what you're gonna do then you're disconnected from the flow that can come through you and, and, and in, a, in a sense guide you you know you're ultimately guiding yourself you, you know if, if we're talking about the, 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 the source material of this whole thing. Um, but 
the plants enable you. It, it's been shown, um, you know, through tests and, and multiple studies. John Hopkins University is—they've uh, got some amazing studies they've done on people with psychedelics. You know, so uh, they've shown that when you're in a normal thinking mind, you know, you're kind of functioning at a, a, a particular area, and this is the area where you know of of, of reward and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? To to do things for a certain outcome, this and that. Well, taking a plant, <laughs> it turns that off. It just, boom, off, and moves you to another space. Uh, your brain starts firing in a different way, and this is the more connected space. It brings you into the, the God mind, so to speak. You know what I mean? I'm using that term you know, a little bit loosely because you know, God uh, can come with a, a very um, uh, religious idea toward it. You know what I mean? Right. That's why most of the time I, you know, I try not to, to put a flag on anything. You know, but um, well, you know, I, I've heard it described as um, talking to God, talking to aliens, right. talking right. to uh, uh, beings from a different dimension. You know what I mean? So I've heard totally. it described totally. all Absolutely. these different ways. Yeah, so yeah, I like that you pointed out that particular point of when you say God, you're using it in the broad term because it seems like a lot of people don't really know exactly how to describe it other than kind of this more broad generic type of term right well the parameters on god are i mean it's incredible because at one side of it it's downright a god and a, a, a being in the sky that looks kind of human maybe floating on a cloud or in a, some something up there that some people think who are very simple-minded nothing against that you know what i mean right but that is a, a simple way of looking at what God, God means. The other end of the spectrum is back to source. You know what I mean? Like if there is a source consciousness, one thing that flows through all things, that's even in the Bible. You know what I mean? There's a big difference between those two parameters of perspective. You know, so uh, you know when you um, move beyond the way a brain likes to, to have thought about either end of that perspective, all it is is stillness. Um, it's interesting to me, though, and am I the only one that, that that's hearing bits of a bunch of different religions? That, it's that, all that, in there. Uh, yeah, every like, religion has yeah, an aspect, right? That's what, like, so, like earlier we talked about the the, the host body, right? The, the son of right, himself right, right, type right, of right. thing, uh -huh. uh, and right there you said something that kind of reminded me. I think of. Um, the Buddhists where they want to be enlightenment and move into a oneness and type of stuff. Nirvana, yeah. you know what I mean? So I find yeah. it, yeah, I find it right. fascinating that, that it's, you know what I mean, that it's all these little bits of religion, like we were talking about earlier, they took the overall truth and everybody took a piece of it. A piece of it, exactly, and, and went off to different yeah. areas and, and created so, different so, so they were aware, possibly. But what, potentially, right? Potentially, what was out yeah. there, right? Mm -hmm. But they didn't really have a handle on it. They didn't really. So they, they said, okay, what don't we know? Let's try to reconcile that, right? Completely, well, absolutely. Mean, some absolutely. of the theories, right? Are, you know, around the, the aliens, right? So maybe mm -hmm. they, they and they were here, and everybody knew that, and whatever, and we lost that knowledge. You know, they, that heard theories of that we were a civilized uh, species before, and we basically blew ourselves up and kind of restarted. Okay. You know, That's why uh, there's green glass over in the desert of right. Iraq. Ancient, know, so ancient nuclear war. Yeah. The wars of gods and men. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, when men were the slaves and mining gold and all kinds of this shit, and you know, controlled by the ones who had created them. You know what I mean? But, like, but now, some of Scientology 
talks about that. No, of course. Right? The course. alien races controlling men to harvest the gold from the earth. That's Absolutely. Right from uh, that, that's that's the ancient way the of the humans on the earth. They were the slaves. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like the, the, the gold miners owned it and then they had slaves to work it. You know what I mean? And that's why you have mines over in Africa. You know, thousands of mines that are, you know, some of them 70,000 years, some of them older than that. It's shit so, that's in these mines is incredible. So, yeah. so, so, so even so, as so crazy as Scientology has a little bit of truth to it. Well, it's because he was a storyteller. You know what I mean? Someone who wants to uh, uh, get Sorry. some truth out, they can create a story. I mean, come on, you know? who? <laughs> well, weren't they storytellers that wrote the Bible? Or yeah. not, not, no, 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 no. Not wrote the Bible. Compiled the Bible compiled, and then right, added yeah. some extra stuff in. But, but it. think about it. so. So, so okay. they say gold came from outer space, right? So it was put here, right? Right. So, so, mm -hmm. so when the when they went, so, so when the the universe was created, right? Gold. So our rock, Earth, mm -hmm. didn't have gold on it, but gold was put on by some event. Right. That I, don't, I don't know. I've never, okay. I've never heard that. That's never. Okay. Yeah. That. Look at look yeah. at look at that. So, so that's that's mm -hmm. that's 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 where gold. That's where where a, a, a large percentage of our scientific community thinks that gold came from. Interesting. So like, yeah. like a yeah. giant asteroid or something. Because I know you know. Uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah. Yeah. From from yeah from 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 objects in outer space, gold is on mm -hmm. Earth because it came from exploding objects. In well, outer I could space. see that, like right. asteroids and things like that. Right. So 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 aliens are here having humans harvest gold, are they just coming back and reclaiming what they think is right? right they're repossessing it? Right. Well, I mean, you, you, know, you, you, you fucking gotta, thieves, that's why they probe us when they're here. That's our punishment for stealing their gold. Right, you're going to oh, give me my gold I mean, back, <laughs> and you're getting probed. I'm and, 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 and also, Possibly. I mean, humans, humans are basically a genetic experiment. I mean, an experiment, you know what I mean? And, and uh, the Earth is... Uh, a place where uh, many different races uh, and, uh, and and things, you know what I mean? L forms of life, trees, animals, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, humans, you name it. Like these are genetic experiments. Uh, you can look at peer-reviewed science now. You know, I mean, these are studies. Greg Braden's a great one if you want to go listen to his uh, his uh, um, missing links on Gaia.com. Um, he talks about, and all he talks about is the peer-reviewed stuff that goes into journals and that kind of stuff. There's a whole world of information outside of the peer-reviewed stuff, but if you've got to get it to where people are going to believe it, put it in a peer-reviewed journal, you know, and get some names around it, education, on and on and on. Well, the genetic stuff, you know, that's coming out now is showing the 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 way our DNA is has been tweaked in the past. I mean, it's all right there. You know what I mean? So you know the ancient geneticists that uh, that worked with different races to see which you know like to work this out. You know, is this tree going to grow the best? You know, is it going to grow here? Is it going to work out? Is this human going to be able to survive in these conditions? On and on and on. High level intelligence already vastly awakened beings that live in other uh, other places. You know, working with a, a planet and other planets around us and many other planets. You know, all over the place. You know, in genetic experience, just as geneticists in our human race now are, you know, doing all kinds of stuff from sheep to, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean, all kinds of things. So, so it's basically yeah, Simpsons where where Lisa started growing those little organisms like sea monkey type of right. things, and they 
got so advanced that they started their own experiments and shit, completely right? well what happened there was a time in our history and that's why there is a layer of green glass around Iraq and you know all, that whole area because the humans rose up you know and there were some beings from from that ancient race that was was and, and it's not just one race you know there's there's several races out in the universe that that um, that do these things, you know, it's only natural to want to, to genetically alter and, and, and create new, new things, you know what I mean? Some would say that's just uh, a, a god and that no one else should do that stuff, but when a person comes into a space of uh, being awakened enough, uh, you know, you're going to start let's working. Let's see what we can do. Uh, let's see what we can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's perfect some stuff. Let's create some other things. Let's, let's, let's see what's up here. You know? So, but there was a time in history, man, and it was massive wars on the planet. You know, it was nuclear stuff and uh, high-level civilization, pyramids and, uh, and energetic structures. You know, the five platonic solids created all over the place through uh, these, these beautiful colonies of people because... They would, they would house the energy the planet was releasing, redirect it, and empower the space around them, like a pyramid does. You, know, you can build a pyramid, it, you know, the earth releases a torsion field, and uh, it redirects that energy, spins it, and then anything around that period, pyramid is going to grow better. You know what I mean? So you said, I think you said torsion field? Um, yeah. I don't know what that is. Well, it's, uh, it's, just look at it as an energy that the earth, the earth pulses like a heartbeat and that that energy that goes out from beyond you know just the physical nature of the earth that we see it sends an energy field out well a pyramid you put it on the earth you know then it catches that field and redirects it you know what i mean and uh and that's why you know you can put build a pyramid at a 52 degree angle and uh 51 52 uh you know any angle really but that's a really good angle and uh, when it catches and redirects the, uh, the field of the earth, uh, it creates a bacteria-free environment. It also creates the full color spectrum of the sun uh, so that you can grow plants in complete darkness uh, because, you know, all the plants are growing from is the, 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 uh, the uh, sunlight, you know, the, the color frequency. And, uh, you know, and you can sit in a pyramid and it will help awaken you. It'll, it'll help, you know, energize your, your being because it's creating a higher field of energy. That's basically what it is. Um, and uh, so. Um, so, with the, with the, okay, so with the pyramids, since you brought those up, and this is a little bit of a rabbit hole, so if too much pulled me back. What the fuck? How did those happen? Like, the, like, the, like, they're saying today, there are people saying today that we can't recreate them with today's technology, right? And that may be bullshit, but I've heard that. I, I've, I've been building them for years. Years ago, I rented a 5,000 square foot crab house, and I had a concrete floor, and I built a shitload of pyramids. I built them out by the ocean. I built them, uh, or, you know, on the bay that I was Well, I, I'm like, to <laughs> that, I'm saying, like, on that scale to that uh, perfection, that level of perfection, right? That, that, that level it, of architecture. Yeah, right. Because the there's the the fucking um, what the gaps are no more than an eighth inch or something like that, and it's all perfectly square within a certain minuscule. Totally. Of, of, that was of, just due to their technology. You know what I mean? We're we're living in a time our technology is nothing like some of the ancients had that were on this planet. You so know? at that period of time, with the Egyptians, that was more they were 
we think of that as an ancient civilization, and, and, and I think when a lot of people think that, they think uh, less civilized. Right, of course. But well, we're, you're we're programmed were, to think that. But they were you know actually I mean? more civilized. Oh my God, dude, are you, they high-level civilization in the ancient world. You know what I mean? Now, That's uh, interesting. Some, yeah. some areas of the planet had like basically kind of caveman-type people, but at the same time, there was civilization going on with technology that, that people this day, because we live in a more of an electronic kind of technology, you know what I mean? Right. It's a, something that disconnects us from the, the natural ways. Um, of using crystal grids and, and you know um, uh, um, uh, uh, gravitational stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, so you think they had like completely different technology. It was a different. It was an organic technology. This organic. this is the difference. We're living in a digital age. The ancient technologies were organic, so it worked with the harmonies of nature. You know what I mean? The circadian rhythm of life. You know we. Everyone has a frequency and a way that we vibrate. And the trees have it, you know, humans have it, animals have it, the earth has it. When you're working in organic systems, you're all connected, you're not depleting something, you're not killing something, you're not creating a, a, an imbalance in the, the harmony of, of life. But, wait you know so but what if we're in a matrix? What is the matrix made up of? Is it made up of digital? digital assets? Yes, absolutely. The matrix is you believe in uh, 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 about life the way it is right now. Okay, so so, so if we're in a matrix, mm -hmm. and possibly, possibly we may be, why does any of that matter? Well, have we always been in the matrix? Don't know. Or are we in a space right now where humans are truly, like there is a, an right. absolute right. agenda to keep them... Well, let's say, let's say we are in a matrix right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, what does all the organic processes have to do with what you know? What 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 you know? What what is the value of any of that? Okay, it's about getting out of the matrix, because the matrix is the illusion. the The matrix is the false system that keeps us connected to something that disconnects us to ourself and to the natural flow of, of, of this life. But what if we were always in the matrix? We, and and we could have been. Uh, right. th this entire thing could be all a program. Right. right. But. Nevertheless, that or the organic right. processes are good, right? But within that, let, let's just call it a program, okay? Uh, since we're so used to computers and everything right now, we, we can speak to it like a computer program. You know what I mean? Like a uh, almost like a um, uh, uh, a virtual reality type setup. You know what I mean? But nevertheless, within that virtual reality setup, you have the option to uh, awaken from it and experience the experience you're in differently than through the eyes of just the understanding of well, the well, matrix. Why, why would you have that option? If, 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 if the whole point of the matrix is to keep you confined, mm -hmm. right? why would they give you the option of being able to escape that and become aware? Nobody's get, you have to choose that option for yourself. Nobody's going to give it to you. Okay, so, you you're, so, so you're, in, you're in a matrix, so you, 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 you really still are a, an identity. Right. right. You're, you're still you're still really something, but you're being controlled. You're not, you're not a digital asset within the matrix. You're mm -hmm. a real person, right. who are now is, is just being confined by the matrix. Or right. The, right. Okay. Well, I mean, in, in real is just an, an idea as well. You know what I mean? Let's look at the Matrix movie. If, if you remember, in that movie, there were people walking around, but where were was an aspect of them? Yeah, I know. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, asleep. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? They were in a, a, a thing. Right, yeah. They were right. not awake too. Right. It's your same concept. Right. right yeah, completely. Right. Yeah, okay. So. Let's just say 
you know, I was saying earlier, let's just just say, not, not claiming there's truth or anything, it's just playing with an idea right now. If there is a source field, and out of that source field, there are realities you can, phys you can experience that would have the idea of being physical, right? Um, so, so, so let's, well, hold on, let, okay. let, let me see. So, so at one point, you know, we were organic. Right. And, right. Then, and then something came over and said, well, I want to control all of these organic, you know, mm -hmm. this, what, you know. Use them as batteries, harness their energy. Use them, use them for whatever, mm -hmm. right? Right. I'm going to control them. Okay, so, mm -hmm. so underlying this, okay, now we're all in the matrix, but we still have that underlying uh, free will. Aspect. Okay. Right. All right. right. Sa the same. Same concept. Uh, Fuck. I hate to hold right. a second. Hold on into this, but I gotta ask you to hold on. Okay. I was kind of under the impression that you were saying Matrix, like we're all literally plugged into like a simulation, physically, yeah. and you're yeah. using Matrix as a metaphor for not being awoke. That's exactly. Is it. that? Is that? Well, it's a little correct? bit of both, really. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they're kind of kind of they're kind of right. morphing into one idea. Okay. Right. right. All right. I, I just wanted to make sure I understood what the fuck was happening. In a physical box, right? Yeah. Like we're mentally, mentally in a box. Now they're kind of coming okay. together. It's like a little bit. Well, of you're saying it's both. Right. It's, it's like, it's like both. a way of right. being okay. yeah. put these here to like, like, yeah. all right. Now, now we're oh, well, gonna steal. Their well, energy. it's the anxious. It, it is both because you know the outer reflects the inner. The 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 inner reflects the outer. You know what I mean? Like, go ahead. No, so I guess I had a question. So you mentioned the source before. I mean, it comes down from the source, potentially slivered off in and experiencing, right? Mm -hmm. So. Do we know that this, I mean, the source would ever be physical? And then let's say we're in a matrix and the source is experiencing it, not ever in a physical body or in a physical form, but all in a mental form. Right. So how do we know there's ever any, any, anything biological or organic if everything on that is just straight consciousness? It's ultimately all mental. It is consciousness. You okay. Because I mean? that's what because I was thinking. Like if it's organic yeah. and biological right. and it's all... There's, there's only one way to experience it uh, or, or to see it as truth. Uh, you can listen to someone talking all day long, but the the fact of the matter is, source can be experienced by you know, in a way physically, but there's only one way to get to it, you know, and the only way you're ever going to believe it or see it as any kind of reality, you know, what I mean, is to uh, experience it for yourself. If you cannot experience something in this life or or in anything then it, it truly isn't real to you, you know what I mean? And that's why most of the people who are preaching all of these dogmas and things like that, the majority of the time they can't prove it because they can't enable someone else to have a physical experience of it. So the way to get to this and, 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 and see that is um, you absolutely have to come to a space of, of stillness within yourself. Like it's the only way, it's the doorway. You know what I mean? That means you got to slow your thoughts down to uh, the, the space where you can just sit still. Now, most people are, they're watching TV all the time. They are programmed by thoughts, might be reading, they might be doing... Cell phones. I mean, so, you know, straight up connected to the matrix, you know what I mean? All the yeah. stuff going on. And this is fun, you know what I mean? It's human experience as well. Nevertheless, you know, to truly come into this place, it's, you've got to come to a space of, uh, of nothing because when, when you hit that stillness, you know what I mean, where you literally are just still, you you do see your being. So the next body. question is, how do you get to that space? You have to slow your mind, relax your body, um, and come into a space of being, a space of presence, uh, where you are not, uh, no longer 
um, attaching to anything outside of what's right here, right now, within you. Um, a, a place of power, of stillness, of presence. Um, uh, and that takes a little bit of practice. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've, you've got to literally start conditioning yourself and nature helps going out, getting away, get off your cell phone, you know, when you get out, go out for a while. Maybe live for a year out in nature if you're fucked up and you've got to come to a place where you can get still and but decondition yourself. So so overall, from, mm -hmm. from, from a, a general perspective of, uh, you know, recommendations, you, mm -hmm. would you recommend everyone go buy a camper van and go out and just travel for a year or two of their life and just spend time in the, in the, in the you know, rock climbing crags or absolutely streams or, absolutely and not do anything no I wouldn't recommend that at all not because most people would fuck themselves up <laughs> oh, <really>? because <laughs> most people are so messed up in the mind okay. that uh, that they would attract to themselves through uh, holding a vibrational space they hold a belief in their their self they would go out into the world and this world can be a dangerous place you know there's all kinds of people living in this world okay and, so, and so, so people will have so a rough time they will they will literally through their power of um of uh um of cre their own creation they will attract vibrationally experiences into their life to have to experience because life is a mirror they'll see what they're holding in their self because they're attracting it to their self Okay. So, to answer your question, the place to start is in your living room, your bedroom, your closet. You know what I mean? Like, start getting still. You know, drink some water, eat some good food, start but, getting still. But at that point, you're, okay, you're in your closet, so you're not surrounded, about the, you're not surrounded with the, uh, you know... Safer the, space the, the, within distractions. your... Distractions. Right, right, exactly. You're trying to get you know away from. Right. right, totally. And you're not also throwing yourself out of the world. I assure you, uh, throwing yourself out of the world truly that way is like, like an acid trip with no barriers. Well, that's what you did, right? You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a wild one. You know, you, you can't do the things that I do because you'll get yourself killed, right. you know, most of the time. So that's why... Well, why is that a bad to, thing? Well, because truly the, the best death is the, the inner death, the, the, the death of your ego so you can come into a, a, the space of mm -hmm. being. You know what I mean? At that, you do go through the shaman's death. And then you don't have to lose your body and come back into another one if you're going to go on an enlightened journey. You okay. know what I mean? Well, you, uh, I think this is leading into another topic. What oh, happens? it's going to lead into a few What happens issues. after death? Human death? After death. Or is that another podcast? Well, it's well. Think about what that might be a whole fucking podcast. Yeah, nice. that's a separate podcast. I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I have a well, simple question for you though. Yeah. So, if everything's so, what which I'm down for, by the way, I'm totally down to have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What does this? What does this source encompass? Like, is it just us as human beings? Is it the potential other beings that we've talked about that might have been in the past discovering well, us? It sounds like it's is anything it pets, in animals? the universe that's alive. Everything. So, like, if I, Alive or but yeah. they're wanting yeah. to experience like an animal one. being hunted. So, like, yeah. the source is part of that that cow that we ate. Right. It was intentionally going for that. It knew what was going to happen, but it's part of that source. What, of, he, what he's been saying is that the universe is a reflection of itself, and, and even the terrible things like that, like animals being hunted or even slaughtered. Well, like, like the whole thing is like, like I don't know how they would consider that terrible. But that's part of the experience. Exactly. It's part. Mm -hmm. It's part of the universe experience. It's part of the experience. But there was, you know, I guess it was mentioned before of like there was other beings out there that would take advantage of other beings, and that, but that's also from the same source of their understanding. Totally. Well, vibrationally, let's let's just say you do have multiple experiences in life. Let's say you're a soul, just for pure just thinking about it. 
Okay, say there's the source. They, the outcropping of the source is a soul. That's, that soul can split off into to several different people for experience. No judgment on it about what's good or, or bad, you know what I mean? What's right and wrong. Just no judgment, you know? Um, then you come in and, uh, and uh, um, start experiencing this life. Um, fucking A, dude, I'm... I'm stoned. <laughs> what was the question? Plus, <laughs> 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 uh, a little vodka too. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I have before. I was like, I'm like, what am I talking about? Here? Right, I know it's totally slipped, right. Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, well, <laughs> so, right. Right, let's go somewhere with it. <laughs> I, I think the question was centered around like, is, is this? Same source Wait, it's about like the individual, like we. Oh yeah, the, the experiences soul. of it. Yeah. Right. You know, um, I like. It, 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 we're coming here to experience all these different levels, uh, you know, and, and spaces. You know, like I say, we, but it's like if you can get into one of like the thing I'm talking about is is coming to that place of stillness. You will see. I mean. I swear, dude, you gotta be tripping on some shit to see this. But uh, I mean, right now, you know, maybe you know you can if you feel the vibe. Um, you have to come to that place of stillness to see that you're me, literally, and I am you. Like, no, I mean seriously, like one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's really. You, you, like, you, uh, you, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, you. I get you it. Yeah. I, I, so, I, Right. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to play yeah. a little devil's advocate and I'm going to throw this out there because I love everything that we're talking about and I love the, this idea for sure, but I see flaws in it and I want it to be explained, if possible. Totally, uh, let's see. So under that theory, right, is what, that we are all one. And one we're, energy. We're, and we're in one energy. And we're here to experience all these different things that are happening. So then why would we punish people that have killed? Why, why, punish, why, why would we punish what? People, people that have murdered. Right? Well, if I murder you, well, I'm going to go to well, prison. Well, but well, if that was supposed to be our experience... Well, let's define we. Who, who we are punishing people. Who's the we? The we are the people that st still haven't found their, their eye, their third eye. Right. Or, I don't know. And is it just a human idea that people have accepted and chose to decide to create a life around? You know what I mean? Like you, you look at their basic idea, and it's like, well, you know, it's an idea. And, yeah, that, and that's but the society has decided. And like, people literally will like, devote their whole life to an idea. Yeah, this just that just makes people in general feel better. Like it's something people decide just makes them feel better. Like, okay, and, and, and the question about and determinism. That's, that's, even that if the idea is not just. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's part of that's actually part of like the universe experiencing itself as well is like having a society of people. All look at a situation and for the most part decide like, yeah, that's just something like you really just shouldn't do. You really shouldn't like just you just shouldn't kill people. Like like that's part of the experience of the universe experiencing itself. Is, An is, agreed is, is, upon is, idea. Is yeah, agreed upon ideas. Like you look around and, like out of like a thousand people, like most of them like would agree that you shouldn't do that. Like you know, you know 
And we just decide to do that a lot of times, you know what I mean? Just not to fuck up our neighborhoods. You know, if you got too well, many murders in the neighborhood, some shit's going right. to get down exactly. dark. Exactly. Well, it's going to feel that's, bad. That's where you know morals, what I mean? Morals, really yeah. 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 morals yeah. came yeah. from building <laughs> community. We wanted to build a community. How does, it, how does best the community work? How are we going to build ourselves economically? And you need to have morals so people aren't screwing people. I'm not going to rob you. I'm not going to make, make sure I... I, I I tell you I'm going to pay you, I'm going to keep my word. And those, those I mean, every server has troll griefers, but yeah. You what? Like, I feel trolls. But the thing is, is that, <laughs> that like comes not, down... Not everyone does that, but that's the like, general rule. Like, right, right. There's assholes well, everywhere. Well, the whole concept is if you want to make a community and a society right. work, yeah. those rules need to be in place. So as opposed to being morals from a higher authority, these are morals from, okay, let's make our life work. Right. Right. So, exactly. You know, because rules, that's, that's, that's like what you so say you about the Bible about like just throwing everything in there. It takes those morals that we've decided and it puts them in with the higher authority. Right. You know, yeah. but but also I mean that that's you a hell of an old book too. To. You know what I mean? So you, you you gotta be careful, you know. The thing about like look at the way the Bible's accepted, you know what I mean? I mean there's some people that are so devote to that one book. You know what I mean? It governs their whole damn life. They will carry a copy around with it in their hands. You know, it sleep with that motherfucker under their pillow. You know? I mean, really. So, um, you you know, when if you're going to move beyond those concepts and that hard attachment to an idea and an accepted upon belief, you know what I mean, about life, a way of gov a governing authority, even though there's beautiful things in there. The reason most people are even attracted to something like that is because of the the connecting principle in, in those books, you know what I mean, those ideas, you know, caring for your, your neighbor, you know what I mean, L you know, uh, like some love, you know, compassion, you know what I mean, understanding some hardship going on in humanity, you know, looking at your brother, your sister, and being like, damn, you know, I, I get the space you're in, I'd rather support you than hurt you, you know what I mean, or make you feel bad about yourself. You know, so, um, you know, it's those things that, that connect people through these, these religions, you know, and, the, and that is a, a beautiful idea. You know, that's an idea, you know, those things are, are worth accepting so that we all do get along and create community, you know, like you were saying, and, and you know, and, and decide that, you know, there's a certain agreed upon set of principles that we govern our lives by because, you know, the more awake you are, you become a self-regulating -regula authority of yourself, you know what I mean? So that you naturally in a way are, are governed by those things because it's somehow it doesn't matter where it's come from it's not a man written authority it's not anything you know there's something that exists within us as humans that wants to kind of get along with with that you know we want to get along with each other some get out of that you know or some the switch gets changed up you know what i mean they may go down a a, 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 a rough road well i think they're compete the competing urges within there are it's right. it's both right. sides right. polarities right. so, so there, there are urges game. within people that want a community to work mm -hmm. and there are other people that don't want a community to work for whatever reason for their own benefit most for of the time whatever idea they've right. accepted yeah. right. you yeah. know what I mean yeah. to be a, a, a belief and a truth huh? within they themselves they want to work for them they want to right. work for them Completely. so they want to throw something into the mix to to to, to uh, not let the you know the the idea of people in the community being you know uh, cooperative, you know, just right. want to eliminate that, right, right. Yeah. For for whatever reason, they may they may. They may final. Yeah, you know, they may they, they you know they may benefit from that. So mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely, right. yeah. absolutely. Well, it's a good to, you know mm -hmm. you have distractions if you need a distraction. So yeah, I did something that isn't gonna look good. You fucking distract them, you know what I mean? Over Throw stuff around, this, right? you know. No, here's kind of like like Trump going to North to Vietnam for the North Korean thing. Well. 
Cohen was testifying. Yeah. That's kind of the direction, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, so, it made headlines. Yeah, the guy doing my point, his job. My point exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So here's an interesting point, and this is going to make such perfect sense and, and give you a, 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 a you know a, a, a mental picture to to work this idea by. So I was talking about increasing our, our energy earlier, you know, Kundalini awakening and all that kind of stuff, right? You know, you're, you're, you're literally uh, increasing the amount of source energy you flow through your body in a physical way. You can see it as a physical way. No, nothing's physical, really. It's all an illusion. But we're playing in a physical game, choosing to accept the idea of physicality. So if we're in a physical body, you know, you, you have the option to enact a flow of energy within yourself, and it starts with your thought. Your thought directs the energy into your body, flows it in it. The truth is you are already that energy, so you, but this is just a, a physical concept, a, a way of looking at it to get the flow started. You know, it's all training wheels. You know, that I've, I've heard that, and I've seen doctors talking about that, uh, and studies and all that stuff about and, and I mean, even even like the old sayings, right? Uh, uh, like the fake it till you make it, right, or if right. you're sad, totally. you know, totally. just to laugh. Totally. There's the yeah. best medicine. Right. You know what I mean? Like kind of put yourself, yeah, you put yourself in the mindset you want to be, and eventually you'll be in that mindset, mm -hmm. See, right? I mean, that's a common uh, like knowledge that everybody's heard, and, and totally you know, it circulates and, through yeah, culture and all the time in the world. You know, ancient culture. So, that's, so that's again, here. that's fascinating yeah. to me that, that you know what I mean. I'm able to pull these pieces right. out. That, that some people might see as like, you know, conspiracy theorist or, or fringe or whatever, right, that, oh, right? right? Uh, but, but I'm trying to point out all these pieces that fucking very, very tightly align with common knowledge or common belief or, or uh, you know, uh, religious belief or, you know, in the different religions. So people that may criticize this, if they listen and really listen and, and open their minds a little bit to it and be open and honest, they can start hearing it's not, you know what I mean, that, that there's a lot of pieces here. There's a lot of overlap, yeah. right? It's Absolutely. not, it's well, not I mean, out there necessarily. I mean, you've heard this a hundred times. You grew up, I'm just, you know, oh, you're feeling sad. Well, you know, be, you know, the sun, right? There's studies on the sun, how, um, you know, you're talking about the energy of that and the healing power right, of that. Right, right. Like back east, right? You know, in, totally. in Seattle in the winter, you know, in the clouds, people get depressed more. The, the, For sure. the sun, For right? Sure. Uh -huh. it, that all, it, and that's medical science too. Like the sun. It is. It's energy. all in there now. Yeah. It's you just, know? it's incredible to, to me. dotted on it a couple times. Like, it's just vocabulary. Like, everyone's been saying the same shit for the whole time we've been people. It's just we've been speaking different languages that whole time as well. So now we think we have a million different ideas about what's going on, but it's just a bunch of different people saying the same shit different ways. With different little it's perspectives. Right. Yeah. That's all it is is perspective. Yeah. You know what I mean? Multiple right. perspectives. You know, and everybody thinks they're different from yeah. the one next to them. Yeah, like somehow everybody was like, different, better. Right, totally, totally. My idea is better than yours. Right. Every single person got to that same conclusion. Like, there's something going on where there's there's a fucking thread there. Yeah, I think that we may need a part two of this. Well, I'm down for an afterlife episode. Yeah, we, 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 we do an afterlife episode. 
Uh, I would love to do a uh, that ancient civilization tech or oh, yeah, tech. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you want to do a mushroom episode. I would love I, to do a mushroom episode. I, I, mushrooms. Right. I would love to I'll bring the mushrooms. We'll have a talk. That would be something else. There's like a fucking hundred fucking different topics that I want to like. I love all that shit. Um, yeah, but we got to wrap up for today, right? Because you got yeah. people coming. Chris, I, 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 I had one last question. You so, want to ask. No, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, you're good. I just want to ask you guys like, a question before we wrap up. So back back to the original topic here, where you're like debating just the idea of, 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 of God or of a God. So do you guys, just yes or no, do you guys consider yourselves atheists? I do. No, not at all. Okay. But why, like, why do you, why do you consider yourself atheist? I don't believe that there is nothing, there's been no proof shown to me that there is something controlling us, okay? So it, it could be anything. So I don't think there, you know, even though I think that uh, I have a feeling that we're all connected some sort of, some, some way, like at a molecular level, because um, I just have that feeling for some reason, um, I, I, I have seen no proof that there is something that's controlling all of us. So, and I, you know, it, it, my personality, the way, the way I view things, I, I'd like to see something that can, can, can uh, you know, persuade me that that, that exists. Yeah, so, you're a very fact-based type of person. More fact-based. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. You want you want to be able to see it and, and right, believe, right, to right. believe it. You right, want right, to right, be right, able right. to understand right. it. Right. What Marshall, I think, has experienced other things that I haven't experienced. Oh, totally. It's true. I, I am it's straight up like I am am nothing and everything. Right here, right now, present. So there is no label I can put on like going, this, going this back body to like, form. It's, it's all the same ideas with different words. Like we, we really agree that we we, we have the same ideas. We the, the, the di- where we where the difference lies is that that interconnection I would refer to as the presence of God, and you just wouldn't. And um, for that, I wouldn't fit the definition of an atheist. And for that, like you would. Yeah, in your in your world, that is. That I understand what you're saying. Right, right. So, like, I guess that's just the real difference. Is like, I that's yeah, that's what I call God, and that's not what you call God. Right, totally. it's perspective. The, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, right. it's all perspective. personal perspective. That's why. Right. That's why the truth is everybody's right, and uh, and we all just need to connect and accept each other for what how we choose to live and believe in our lives, but have that one governing condition that we all choose to accept and get along. I can't say. I can't say what we're I mean, well, maybe we're, we're at this table, we may all be right, but I think there are people who, who have other ideas that they, you know, like, uh, you know, look at Roman Catholic. I don't think they're right. Totally. I just think they're wrong. It's right. not right. I mean, it, it can't be. I mean, there's so well, many inconsistencies. But are they be. right to their self and their perspective? Would you say, like, if you were a Roman Catholic, wouldn't you say, I am That's something right. I ponder so, a lot because, like, coming from, like, all the way to the top down, like, I really, that is something I ponder a lot. Do these people really think they're right or do they really know what they're doing? It's conditioning. And, and, and to what level does that, because, like, cause, like, down here is, like, like, the people that go to the church and, like, Get on your knees, sit down, stand up, sit down, sit get on your knees, sit down, stand up. Like that, those yeah, people, yeah, Neil obviously yeah, Neil don't now, right. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then there's a priest. Like, and so I just wonder, like, to what level down to like, who really gets what's going on and who it's, really? I, I think it's right. Right. It's probably it's a mixed, right? I mean, I think there's probably going to be some that some that, that, are, some that are doubting, right? There, there are always going to be people that are doubt. Like you see on a lot of TV and shit, right? The priest that doubts his faith loses his faith, right? Back and forth. There's always going to be those people that believe that what they're doing isn't necessarily 
righteous or, or whatever, right? They don't believe the path anymore or never did, and they're just following along because their family wants them to be pretty or whatever. Um, but I also think there, there are some out there that really truly believe that they're helping and they're doing good. And you, know what, you know what I mean? And they're, and they're in it for the right reasons. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That, just yes. like in any other walk of life, I think there's both. Right, but that's, that's, that's the people versus the religion. The people in the religion versus the... Right, right, well, that's what he was asking. Is, at what point do, they, do they know that it's bullshit? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. Okay. The line is but that's like more of a political reason for being like it's, that Now they're rising to the top of an organization, yeah. maybe, like through like politics. Like right. They, they want the power. That's more what they're for. Exactly. When you become a bishop, that's a lot of power and wealth. Some believe it and believe they're doing good. Some just want to gain the position of authority. It's a vertical. It would have been fun to have them on the conversation where we talked about the fucking creature in Texas. When it goes door to the flood victims. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good wild guy. All right. So we're having two different conversations. I'm going to wrap it up. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Bye, everybody. All right. We are super excited about the content of this episode. We came in with a lot of different perspectives. None of us blew up. We had it kind of turned into something different. Like we thought Chris was going to come. I honestly thought Chris was going to come and say the Bible's right, like that <laughs> version. And here's how I and I have facts and right. your theories were. That's what I thought this was. And I'm like, Lou's going to fucking love debating that. It's going to be heated. <laughs> and it, what it turned into yeah. was this fucking super interesting conversation oh, yeah. of just awesome, right? Right? Like, yeah. And I think I'm, I'm really pleased. There, like you said, there was a, a thread of universal human truth that wove through the entire narrative uh, of the podcast. Which is so cool, but kind of fucking scary, right? Because when you, like, when you start awakening, it's a little scary. Oh, you, yeah, you, totally. Like, you're seeing all, like, you feel smaller. You get over right? the fear, it's, man, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's afraid of death, but you know, right? it's not that scary. <laughs> it's so exciting. I'm sorry. I keep jumping in, man. No, 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 no. no. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Super after them. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we're going to have these guys back uh, if, you know, if they'll... Be guests again. We'd love to have them. Uh, let us know what you guys thought. And but how would they let us know? Oh right, so you can. Uh, <laughs> you guys don't. You guys fucking know. <laughs> We're trying to get people just, on the just app. Just find it. You can download <laughs> the fucking app yeah, and leave us a voice. Right. Fucking app every episode. What's an app? What's an app? What's an app? You can literally let us know however the fuck you want. Without any personal information being inputted. You can send us a message. For free! For free. Alright, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Double dose this week. We'll be back on Thursday. Peace. Bye. Thanks, guys. <laughs> that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. That was, man. There you go. That was cool. <laughs>